Hello and welcome to Incast, Incast's new podcast that delves into the trending issues shaping the world of public relations. Hi and welcome back to Incast, uh, Incast's podcast. I'm here today with Lisa Vanderpool, one of our VPs. Hey Lisa. Hi Sam. And we are talking retail today because uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday are just a few weeks away and um, I think it's an understatement to say that the retail industry has changed in the past couple of years and this year in particular I think it's uh, become even more crazy. People are talking about the retail apocalypse and uh, for PR people representing any business that has a vested interest in the holiday season, it's a really crazy time of year. There's lots of opportunity to participate in the discussion and be part of the uh, huge volume of stories that are happening. Um, But at the same time, it's really noisy and really crowded and that's really what we face right now. Um, So I really wanted to talk with you, Lisa, about sort of some of the strategies that uh, clients are using to break through and be sort of relevant to the news of the day, and also to understand a little bit more um, about a reporter's mindset at this Mm -hmm. time of year. Mm -hmm. So knowing that you're an Mm ex-reporter, perhaps you could give me some input on when do reporters start thinking about Mm -hmm. the the holiday season and planning those those kind of stories? You know, um, obviously you go into Target and the Christmas decorations are already out. And I think that reporters are actually really cynical about that. So um, I, I don't think it's as early as, you know, you may think, but it is pretty early. And I think one thing that, that starts to happen is that reporters do plan coverage and features. I know in, mm. in my past publications, we started to plan features and, and the reason why that can be challenging for our clients is then you know the sort of um, news hole they're trying to fill gets smaller and smaller so we used to plan features at the Boston Business Journal also at Adweek and so then it just makes it that much harder to kind of break through the noise so we do start thinking we we would start thinking about these stories um, sometimes as early as uh, September October especially sort of the forecasting type stories but the good news is that a lot of data does come out of uh, the holidays can, especially when you're talking about retail. And so, I mean, there's there's one of the big opportunities. And I feel like it's a really expansive opportunity because you have different types of reporters writing different types of stories. Mm-hmm. There are those that are obviously interested in the economics and kind of what those mean mm-hmm. for, you know, the industry. And then mm-hmm. you have the technology reporters mm-hmm. who, you know, care about what Amazon's doing mm-hmm. and is online beating uh, in store, mm-hmm. and then you have sort of the more marketing publications that care about you know how brands are you know yes. getting people into their store yeah. and what consumers are doing. So mm-hmm. there's a multiplicity of opportunities mm-hmm. for PR. So how does a, an organization, let's say a technology company, for mm-hmm. example, plan for the holiday season mm-hmm. and kind of what kind of campaigns or assets are going to be mm-hmm. your best bet for breaking through? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, for sure that one of the things uh, that's really helpful for journalists is is data. And so, mm-hmm. you know, a technology company, you're probably not going to break through with product news, especially at this time of year. I mean, it, I guess it all depends on what the product is. But yeah. when you've or if got, you're Google or Apple. Or exactly. Whomever. If you're Google, Apple yeah. or Amazon, mm-hmm. you can. But, you know, if you're a, a lesser known company, uh, the, if you can 
help these reporters give context around what's what's going on with the retailers, what types of technology they're using mm-hmm. um, to get to consumers to make the experience more seamless for consumers or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, kind of adding, knowing in advance that you can pull data around the holidays. We have some clients who look at the Black Friday data. Right. That can be extremely helpful. And as long as you know everybody can get their ducks in a row going out with that data in a timely fashion, of course, right. That's a huge component to right. it. If it's going to take two weeks after Black yeah. Friday, of course, the timing. That's the why now. Is yeah, the, the timing's uh, totally lost. And then, yeah, if you do work for uh, a bigger company that does have something that the larger market is going to care about, and that it has to do with the holidays, or it can be timed around the holidays, that that can be huge. Because I think one thing I've noticed these days, especially, is that. Reporters are, I guess it, it sounds obvious, but they're so news driven. It really, they right. really are covering the news of the day. I think that there used to be a lot more opportunity years ago to kind of cover more sort of fluffier news. Mm-hmm. But now it's really all about what is breaking, what's happening with all these different companies. And so I guess then what's what's interesting to me is is um, timing more than anything. Mm-hmm. I think of the, mm-hmm. the holiday season as you know, the September, the October, what mm-hmm. can you be doing, getting prepared, mm-hmm. forecasting, and then you have, you know, the hot days of mm-hmm. Black Friday and Cyber Monday, which, you know, are supposed to be sort of leading indicators, if you will, mm-hmm. and then there's the rest of the season, and then, mm-hmm. you know, what do we learn and what what's changed? Mm-hmm. But I think an undercurrent that runs through it all is, you know, what effect Amazon has mm-hmm. on the way people shop and how other retailers are faring. Can you talk a little bit more about when's the right time to, to get mm-hmm. into that discussion? Yeah, I mean, I think that for sure after the holiday season that this year that's going to be a huge part of the conversation and that's one thing that I kind of laugh at you know predictions for the next year those start really early as a reporter I, I remember that you started on the predictions very early so I think really thinking about how you can help your client synthesize um, and explain and give context what's going on um, in the marketplace, whether it's a technology story or, or sort of the greater retail picture. And yeah, I think this year, um, sort of as early as you can start to kind of prognosticate on what this all means, how Amazon is, is going to be affecting things. I think that's, that's going to be really key. So um, one of my favorite bugbears is uh, buzzwords and uh the word omnichannel is, I think it is the, the default word for, you know, the meshing of online mm-hmm. and, uh, and in-store, but we know people call it unified mm-hmm. commerce, mm-hmm. multi-channel, mm-hmm. you know, all the above. Mm-hmm. But I think this year is going to be a real watershed year for the tapestry of different shopping options coming together mm-hmm. and the way people shop being different. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, that's what interests me most uh, mm-hmm. about this season in particular. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, Amazon opening up physical stores, bookstores. You have Amazon opening up return center inside uh, department stores like Kohl's. Uh, you have online retailers being able to return product in store. I think that's a key trend that that I find interesting. How would how would you advise um, you know any client to to be part of that conversation or to to size it or put it in context as you say? Yeah. You know, I think one of the best things that that uh, our clients can do, uh, companies can do, is is illustrate that point. So the thing about omnichannel is it it does really explain what's happening. That's mm-hmm. the funny thing. I mean, it is a buzzword. It has been around. I think you're right. I think 
now it's actually brought to life, which is actually right. super convenient for consumers. <laughs> I love it. But it's it still sort of got that vague, jargony thing where I think if an everyday person not in this business reads omni-channel, I, I right. bet you anything the New York Times tries to get away from that nah. word. It's just not. <laughs> um, so I think anytime a company can have a real-world example, can have a case study or an anecdote mm-hmm. or whatever it is to offer the media about how this concept is coming to life. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, I think about the stories that I read in, in Adweek, you know, that have to do with um, a kind of how, you know, e-commerce companies are competing. Just the ones that start off with that anecdotal lead right. um, are the most powerful and, and bring because it home to everybody. people-based stories. Yes, those are people-based stories. Those are the most interesting stories. And it's real. This is a real example. So I think, I, I think that can be hard for some people, but I think as much as companies can figure out uh, even just one example one strong example that is so powerful to reporters you know you get that pitch and you're like this is kind of interesting but do you have a customer who can talk about this you have an example right that's key are there any uh no-nos for uh, for pr during the holiday season Mm, that's a good question that's a good question I, i think it's i think it's sort of um you know the standard stuff really it's it's make sure that you're you're pitching fresh stories so mm-hmm. um you know don't don't pitch stories to reporters like they're new if they've already been covered to death right be mindful of those types of things you know when you're pitching out data from your client make sure that it's fresh and new it that it really is reflective of what just happened the day before the couple days before on black friday and that it that it hasn't been out there before I, i think just kind of being authentic and honest with reporters is is just kind of the general rule of thumb Well, as an ex-reporter, you'd know that as well. (laughs) Thanks for your time, Lisa. This has been fascinating. Thanks, Sam. And that was InCast with Samantha McGarry. Thanks for listening.